that you're definitely never alone. And if you really feel like you are and you've got no one to talk to who you know directly, reach out to the, to the Move the Men group because there's always going to be someone there to talk to. And one thing that we're very humble as a group, mm. I think we do a good job of that, but I don't think you'll ever meet a more approachable group of blokes than the ones that come down on those Wednesday mornings yeah. and you'll be able to form a friendship immediately. Immediately. I'm Michelle Edwards. I'm the author of a novel called Chronicle of Endings, but I want to continue the conversation. It's a conversation about the different endings we face across the course of our lives and ultimately about all the beginnings that open up after. I want to speak to men because men don't always have the place or the permission to talk openly about their difficulties the way women do. But I want to speak to women too because we are all the same human beings trying to navigate the same universal human experiences. Mostly through these interviews, I want to have the opportunity to speak directly and openly with you. Each guest's experiences will allow you to reflect on your own, about the endings you have faced and the ones you are yet to face, the mindset and actions which brought these people through their difficult times will, in turn, speak to you about your own. Because whether it's a novel, a podcast, or just two mates finally speaking about things that matter over a beer, words, words have the power to change people, to change their lives, to change yours. So, can we talk? We have, we have three gentlemen with us today. Guys, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us where you're from? Sure, sure. So thanks for having us, Michelle. Um, so we are three of the founders out of the five from Men. Um, and Men is just a men's non-for-profit charity that we started earlier this year in March. Um, following the passing of one of our good friends, taking his life, fortunately. Um, and so I'm Tom, and then we've got Will here, yeah. um, and John Luke. So um, we, we're all best mates. Um, and then we've got our other two members, uh, Kurt and my girlfriend, Sky, and we all pretty much grew up together um, in the same area, went to the same schools and really, um just known each other our whole lives um and yeah that's that's us uh will do you want to yeah add anything um i don't know how much you want to know about us individually <laughs> but um obviously it's important to get a bit of background on us all so obviously tom mentioned we knew each other john luke and i are actually cousins and um our, our relationship goes all the way back to all of our parents um growing up together as well so when they when tom said we've literally known each other our whole lives we certainly have we've been through all the ups and downs and um, makes it a lot easier for us to to talk about these things and talk about the issues that everyone was facing after our friend's passing. And we just found um, the camaraderie and everyone getting around each other, as simple as it seemed, was so helpful um, that we wanted to kind of um, spread that theme and, and make sure that people have 
um, a, an avenue to talk about these things in an informal environment more openly um, for whoever it is. And, and hopefully prevention would be the best cure for it in a lot of situations where if people can come out and start discussing issues openly, with, whether it be with us or whether they see that we can do it and they feel confident enough to do it with their friends as well. Um, either way, it's going to be really important. So there's no pressure on anything that we do for anyone to, to discuss what they don't want to or even they don't have to discuss issues even if they're having them. But I feel a lot of people like the, the camaraderie of what we're doing, coming down and being involved in, in a communal activity like we do um, weekly can really, really put you in a more positive mindset. So, yeah, anything to add, Duke? Luke, sorry. I was on Lake. Like, like, <laughs> so, like for a very long time. Um, yeah, this just started after our mate's death, but really kicked off during COVID where, you know, the isolation sort of got to everyone and then, you know, you're only allowed limited numbers. So it started off just being a couple of mates and you're like, oh, wow, I really enjoy this and mm. being able to open up and chat to people and you're like, well, Surely other people need this too. So yeah. that's how we just started getting into this and loving it so far. Yeah. Yeah, great. So coming back to the inspiration for Move to Men and how you started, you said a friend of yours committed suicide. Mm -hmm. Do you want to tell me a little bit more about that story, what it was like for him and what it was like for the people around him? to that well um so obviously um for those who knew him a lot a little bit closer we knew that there was always a little bit of issues there um it was still completely taking everyone by when it happened but for for anyone who, who would have just known him briefly or, or known or just heard about him never made a more happy friendlier guy in your entire life and it just it just goes to show that um having that avenue for open communication anyone can be affected no matter how positive they might seem and um, obviously when that happened, it was a huge shock to our whole community. Um, we've been involved in his life um, for about 15 years now from, from water polo and, and the, just the extent of um, people who this impacted was, was absolutely unbelievable. How many people um, came to the funeral, how many people were just absolutely shocked by the whole situation. So um, obviously around the time, it was really difficult um, but like I said earlier, we all got together. We all made sure that everyone was all right and dealing with it. And um, it really helped a lot of people process what was going on a little bit more, um, appreciating how how difficult the situation was and that everyone was struggling with it to it. Like obviously some to lesser extent than others, but everyone being involved in the, in the process of trying to get through it was, was just like a really big factor in, in getting through it in a, as positive a way as you possibly can considering the context. But yeah, that when when that whole situation happened, it was obviously really difficult for, for myself and the five of us who started it, a lot of other people as well. And um, that, that conversation of what can we do to prevent this happening to any of our friends or anyone else in the future was kind of the driving force behind Move for Men. Um, it was as simple as Tom coming into the pub one day when we were all there and he came in and he said, hey guys, I want to make a charity. Who'd be keen to do it with me? We all went, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'll put my hand up and it was, that, that was as simple as a conversation that had to be to get the ball rolling. And since then, it's been a lot of positive momentum and I feel like we've done a lot of good so far. Yeah. yeah. It's just incredible that you could have a mate that's so close to you that you have known for so many years and he could be going through all of this on his own and you wouldn't necessarily be aware of be aware of his suicidal thoughts or that he was struggling or pick up on signs and symptoms. 
uh, it, it really brings to light how important it is for people, especially men, to communicate more and to allow each other to be more open and vulnerable. So, like, I think on that, you know, you catch up with your friends in like a social setting and a lot of people might not feel comfortable talking about how they're feeling or what's happening in their life in a setting like that, say if you're at someone's party or after dinner or something. So, you know, that was one of the things that I thought, well, let's get this walk together where it's, it is a social setting, but we walk and you can break away from the group and talk to someone or you can, you know, walk ahead and talk to someone else that you've never spoken to before and meet them and see, get their view on life and say, ask them a few issues. I'm sorry, talk to them about a few issues you've had. So that's probably one of the things that, that we found, you know, while starting this is um, being able to break down that, that barrier within a social setting now and being comfortable at the pub saying, oh, you know, this is what's happening. Because that, that never used to happen when we were, you know, we're still young, but, you know, coming out of school and you go to the pub, you're 18, you're just going out there to go have a crazy time don't really take into consideration how you're actually feeling. And, you know, it's a bit of a de- developing yourself in understanding, oh, geez, I'm not actually feeling very good today and having someone there to talk to. Yeah. So, What's the you know. stigma around mental illness in men? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's, yeah, I know. You just feel like you have to be able to deal with the problems by yourself. And yeah. Showing any weakness is sort of, I don't know, I feel like it wasn't, you know, it was frowned upon in a way. Yeah. It's, not, mas- it's not masculine. Like, not that's masculine, the, that's yeah. the stigma. Even though in, like, equal, everything, everyone's equal, it shouldn't be like that. But if you're talking about explicitly what the issue is, you could be People think, oh, I'm a, like, generally, I'm a man. I should have to be able to deal with this. I shouldn't have to burden anyone with my issues. And it, it shouldn't be like that at all because it makes it so much more difficult. Like if, if you're struggling so much to actually talk to someone about something, um, better yet, talk to one of your mates who um, and, and showing signs of weakness. Like obviously it, none of your mates are ever going to judge you, but that, that thought process and having that conversation can be difficult as well. So, yeah. The masculinity of being a man kind of limits some people's ability to go and, and talk to someone. They think that it's just they can handle it themselves where, you know, we've seen firsthand that that sometimes just isn't the way and it's not the option and people need to talk to people regardless of if it's going to get a coffee or if you're going for a walk or if you're in a sports team speaking to someone, getting out of out of your comfort zone in a way. It may take someone two or three years to break down that, you know, mind block to, to go out and speak to someone. But I like to think that society now is changing quite dramatically and there's a massive undertaking of guys seeking help, you know. It's really important, sorry, that um, people take on individual accountability when they're not themselves struggling, but to make sure that if their friends are struggling, they know that they're an option to talk to. So, mm. like... If I just think about the context of if, if I was struggling and I wanted to talk to someone, how difficult that would be to do as it is, better yet, 
um, making a judgment on whether the, your friends are actually going to be receptive of it. So yeah. it's a bit corny and it might be a little bit of a cliche, but actually sending a message, if anyone's going through anything, like obviously you need to let us know, like you can, you can reach out to us. We're all mates. No one's here to judge. And it could be something as simple as that that could actually start a conversation because a lot of the time what I found is if people are struggling with someone, the last thing they, something, sorry, they don't want to burden anyone. Mm. And that's the mentality. And they think it's going to be burdening their friends because they don't want to dump all their, all their issues onto someone else. But in the end, that's what your mates are there for to help you in these situations and um, making sure that people are receptive and, and available to have those conversations and that everyone knows that's the case can be a really big factor in trying to push that conversation actually occurring. Um, yeah. Yeah. And in hindsight, you would have said to your friend by creating this group, you're saying whatever you were going through, you can share it with us. We're here for you. It doesn't matter. We're not judging you. Everything is, is something that we can overcome together. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, creating that community where that's acceptable with your mates. So yeah. 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 Do you, when you look back now, knowing what you know as mates, are there signs that you could have picked up on earlier that that other people might be able to use to recognize people in their friendship groups or their communities who are struggling? Yeah, I, I feel like I don't know if it's just ba purely based on our context, but some common signs that are maybe less obvious than people coming out I found is um, low self-confidence. So people, a lot of the time from what I've seen, people feel like um, maybe they don't belong in that group or um, the group is look like they're hanging out with that group and it's they're doing them a favor and in like in giving them the honor of being able to hang out with them and having that negative mindset that your friends aren't there because they're actually mates with you, but because they're kind of pitying you can be a really, really, um, negative thing for, for this type of situation i think i've heard i read a couple of articles about this mindset of obviously low self-confidence is not something anyone wants but it can also be a huge driving factor in, uh, like in a social context and a lot of people might feel like they don't deserve or like why would i burden my friends with this information as opposed to um my friends should be receiving this information from me because i think i need help so maybe just recognizing that people might not be valued in the group and making sure that everyone knows that the whole group is there for them no matter what is a, is a really big driving factor, I think. Yeah. Anything else, guys, that you picked up on? Well, I mean, probably for us personally, sometimes it's, you know, it's as, as hard as it is to say, sometimes it's always like the loudest guy in the room might, might be the one going through the struggle, like the most struggles out of everyone. Um, us as a group, we've, we're all pretty in tune with how everyone's feeling and we'll always call and speak to each other if something's happening. But, um, yeah, it is, it is tough to, to try and pinpoint it because it's so easy to just put on a facade yeah. and, and, and then look like everything's going to be okay or, you know, and then when you're not with your mates, then that's when the trouble starts. So um, I think from hindsight it's just always being the person there to say look to any of your mates just saying if you've got any problems call me we, we've all been through some terrible times you're not the only one that's going to be going through 
um, say your dad's sick or you're, you've just broken up with your girlfriend and you're not feeling amazing or whatever. A lot of our mates, we've all been through stuff like that. So we can, we can help you where we can. If we can't help you, then we'll put you in the right direction. Um, and, and we'll be able to assist from the sideline. So yeah, it's, it's a tough one, especially in men, um, to try and break down that facade sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a tricky one. Yeah. We've found that, you know, you know what, you're lucky to be in a group of mates who have known each other for a long time. But Mm. I also know there are people who might not live with their group of friends that they went to school with or who might be living in a different city. I, I know coming from a country town myself, Sydney can be, it can be a hard place to make friends. So there definitely lies a problem where you don't have a lot of close people around you um, just to have that network or someone to share something with. Uh, so, yeah, I can definitely understand that that would be a problem too. And it is hard to make good friends when, when you come to a new city. I guess that's why groups like yours can also be really great additions to the community. So you allow anyone to, to, to turn up on the day, come along, talk, not talk, yeah. yeah, like we're, we're just creating a nice little community. You know, that's what a lot of people miss, especially, say, in your instance, coming from a small country town where literally I'm sure everyone would know each other and what everyone's up to, um, to come away from that and move to Sydney or even to, say, move suburbs out of, away from your mates where you have to drive, you know, an hour or whatever to go see your mates having a, a community where everyone can come down, that's that's what we want to create, you know? So Not to say that country towns are also immune to isolation because, yeah. unfortunately, I feel like uh, suicide, especially amongst men, especially amongst middle-aged men, is, is quite high there. And, and it is, I feel like it sadly is a little bit, of a different community where men still do feel like they really have to be the head of the household, have to be the strong one, have to have everything under control. And um, it's really hard for them to be vulnerable. And that's where, you know, we can hope to make a difference in you know, raising money so we can get services out to communities that need it, you know. There's, there's a lot of great services out there, but they need assistance being able to get their name out in some communities and country towns and all over. Yeah. yeah. Everything's based in Sydney sometimes. And so it's, yeah. Then no matter where someone is, there's still something there for them, whether it's in person, whether it's online. Yeah. 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 Well, that's we're so lucky. I mean, the COVID's really just opened everyone up to being able to be isolated but still be connected to everyone. So yeah. I feel like now more than ever, there's that opportunity to go get help. Yeah, absolutely. So just about, you know, breaking down that barrier so that they can go get that help. And yeah. They want to go get that help and not feel like and say, oh, I don't need it. Yeah. You've got to be open to be like, I want to, there's help for me. 
I mm. feel comfortable being able to go do it. Yeah. yeah. Having that education, a yeah. lot of people don't realise that they can just make a phone call and yeah. be put in touch with someone that will be able to help them a lot. Mm. So, yeah, it's it's there's a lot of work to do, but it's definitely it's moving along the right track, I'd like to think. Yeah. So yeah. your group not only meets up in person, but you have an Instagram. So if anyone is in that situation, yeah. are you you happy for everyone, no matter where they are, to reach out, drop you a DM, follow along with the conversation? Yeah. 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 What what activities do do you guys do when you meet up? And how often do you meet? Where are you based? So every week we do a Wednesday morning. Uh, we call it Bad Walk Wednesday. So we walk. Um, every Wednesday morning from Clovelly to Tamarama and back. And um, it's not a massive walk. It's not really based, um, it's not really there to be like exercise, but it's more that's the opportunity for anyone to come down, meet some new people and, and have a conversation about how they're feeling. Or even if they just want to come down and be involved, like a lot of the time, not every week we have people going, oh, I'm going through this and that. A lot of the time we just have a chat. How's the week going? How's life? All, the, all of this can just be really helpful in, in, in bringing everyone up to a, in a positive position in the middle of the week. And then um, we also have a couple of more. So that's consistently, that's every week, Wednesday morning, uh, 6 a.m. from Clavelli. Uh, so was North Clavelli bus stop. Yeah. That's where we start. Um, and then there's also other events that we're planning on doing this year. So we're going to do a lot more weekend fun walks, which are going to be big communal ones to get more people involved, obviously. During the week, um, not everyone could get down there due to work commitments or whatever it is. So weekend walks, we're going to try to do one of those once a month. And then other activities like um, lawn bowls days, we, we're planning on doing, we're planning on doing. And we're going to be having our big, big luncheon, hopefully next year. We'll see what happens with COVID. the COVID situation. But um, yeah, we just want to create some community events not everything set in stone at the moment because we're not too sure what's happening. But um, the restrictions, and that, yeah. yeah. But we'll be doing the monthly walks on Saturdays, um, just to get everyone around, and then um, we'll just drop in probably two or three events throughout the year. That um, and all are going to be fundraising events for us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just have to keep you posted on our Instagram and. and at the, moment, at the moment, our Instagram is definitely the best place to get all the information. So Tom posts on st on the story, and and if there's going to be an event or whatever it's going to be, he posts an actual photo, obviously, so that everyone can follow what's happening. Yeah. Um. But before the day before whatever we're doing, Tom usually puts something on the story. So if anyone looks and sees, oh, there's a movement story, it'll either be a group of people doing something, which will be nice, and we're trying to promote that, or it'll be something to do with what's coming in the next few days. So, just out of curiosity, what kind of age group? Are the men who turn up to your to your meetups? Diverse, very diverse. <laughs> we go from John Luke's little brother, who's seventeen, probably our youngest walker that we get, and then my dad's probably the oldest, sixty-seven, and then anywhere in between. So you got Tom and I, and our group's probably like mid twenties, yeah. and then you got a couple of older guys who, who we know through who come down in their thirties and forties, and then all the parents, like all of our dads come as well. So yeah. varying ages there, but. Yeah, definitely no age restrictions at all. Um, it's completely anyone and everyone could come at from two to hundred. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no age restrictions. Been a really good, um, I think, learning curve for them as well. As much as it has for us to get our dads down 
and they go for a walk together. They talk about all their problems as well. Mm. I think they loved it quite a lot, to be honest. I definitely feel like our dad's generation, it was even harder to speak and to share with each other than it would be for young men now. So it's really nice that they can embrace it and they can also have a place to go and speak to someone their age who understands um, and is up to the kind of life stage that they're up to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, life is hard for all of us. So, you know, we're, we're all in this together. All right. Well, um, let's, let's wrap this up. So uh, your Instagram is move for men. Um, yeah. So it's at move underscore for F O R underscore men. Yeah. So jump on that, give us a follow um, and send us a message. We check it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just keeps us, keeps everyone informed as to what we're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come down on Wednesday mornings. We'll, we'll be there every week of the year. Um, yeah, and <laughs> and then um, yeah, we'll be getting a website up and running. We've been saying that for a while, but we actually will yeah. at some stage. Um, and also, if you want to support us, you can um, jump on the Delfina website and buy some of our cozies that we got um, and shirts. Yeah, we um, our end goal with men is to donate. Uh, the majority of our funds to an existing um, charity, the the men's healthline charity. Yeah. Um, because we feel like they're really understaffed. If someone's making that call to that line, how important that conversation is, we, we really think they need as much support as possible. Yeah. But obviously, when it comes to that, we need so more improvements. Mm-hmm. So we retain a small amount of that um, of that money for further development. So, like Tom said, if you want to support what we're doing in any way, shape, or form, um, we would appreciate anything anyone can do. Um, and the Delfina website that Tom was talking about, Delfina is our, our supplier link for most of our products, um, mm-hmm. is found on our web on our Instagram at the moment in, the, yeah. in our link in our bio link. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have one final question. I want to address it to each of you. Mm-hmm. If somebody was listening who had been having suicidal thoughts, mm-hmm. what would you say to them? Uh, for me personally, I would say there's so many people out there that are going through similar issues that you have um, and that there is so much help out there for everyone. Regardless of, of um, what you are going through, someone will be there to help you. Um, what I would also say is that, you know, the world is such a better place with you in it mm. and that it, if Unfortunately, if circumstances happen and, and you were to take your life, unfortunately, it's, it affects a lot of people. Um, and I know that's really hard to see at the moment and it's going to take some time to, to heal that within yourself. But it's, the world is just such a beautiful place and you guys, you need to do what you can to try and um, maintain that and, and live a really positive life. Um, I'd also say that um, to maintain, you know, a, a community or get part of a community that understands you and, and who you are. Um, reach out to those, you know, people like ourselves, but there's a lot of 
communities out there that do what we do and and find people that are like-minded um there may be things in your life that you have to change understand things in your life that really make you feel good and really make you feel bad and understand the differences and why they make you feel those ways um and that yeah that's it's a pretty tough question to to answer but that's kind of what i would say i don't know yeah yeah going off that as well i feel like a lot of people don't understand that not all of the time but some of the time things like depression anxiety can be caused by like physical chemical imbalances in your brain and things like that a lot of the time can be medicated if you have that conversation and and understand what's going on with you so i personally know a lot like a lot of people who are depression medicated and they can really attest to how important that can be obviously not everyone's going to be in that position and understanding the differences there could be quite difficult but having that conversation understanding it's not your fault in a lot of these situations nothing that's happening to you is your fault and that it could be something physical that's causing an emotional response is really important to taking the first steps to healing so whether or not that's the case if it is that's great you can get the help you need if it's not that's great we can understand what it is and move on from there to find a better solution which is tailored to those individuals because obviously you can't conclusively state that the reason one person's feeling one way is the same for others but often it can be something that's physical that's causing that reaction and getting properly medicated if need be can be really important um, for those who might not be in a position where that could happen have the conversation and understand that all of your friends are, are there for you everyone's friends are not there when it's convenient for you but when it's then when it's all good your friends are there to pick you up when you're down that's their priority it doesn't happen majority of the time but that's always the number one priority for friends and family so have the conversation really try to muster up the courage and understand that you having that conversation is going to be the first step in such a huge process of improvement and actually understanding that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that other people are going through something similar like tom said is definitely a good way to feel less isolated and feel more optimistic that you can get through whatever you're struggling with. Anything to add to that, Jupe Star? Um, I'll just say that uh, there's always someone who loves you, and yeah. uh, you just got to take that step out of it, and just got to. Sometimes a phone call is all it needs to open you up to all that help and realize that I actually have such a big support yeah. that it's just like we said. Sometimes it's whether getting medical help or Mm -hmm. calling the right person there's always people who love you and they always want you in their lives yeah yeah try not to go down the rabbit hole of thinking you're alone because like no one is ever alone in this world and if you think that there's literally no one in your life because that's the way it is at the time reach out to one of us reach out like there's there's always going to be community like communities which are really accessible for these conversations and i think it could even be even easier to have a conversation with someone who you don't know as opposed to someone who's your best friend or, or who you're really close with because um, talking with someone you don't know can be, what I understand, even though it shouldn't be, a little bit less embarrassing because people might get a little bit embarrassed about how they're feeling and, and go, oh, this is going to be a bit challenging for me to talk about with one of my closest people. Reach out to one of us. There's always going to be people who are around to help you whether you know them or not. So you're definitely never alone. And if you really feel like you are and you're, got no one to talk to who you know directly reach out to the to the move for men group because there's always going to be someone there to talk to and 
one thing that we're very humble as a group. Mm. I think we do a good job of that, but I don't think you'll ever meet a more approachable group of blokes than the ones that come down on those Wednesday mornings yeah. and you'll be able to form a friendship immediately, immediately. Very approachable. Everyone's there for each other. I have people who I've met this year who I, some of my closest friends who I didn't know from any, like, at all before we started doing these walks. So please don't feel like you're alone, even if you don't have that much going on with your friends and family that you have at the current situation. Reach out to someone else because you can always form new friendships. Yeah. Hopefully that was, hopefully that was helpful. <laughs> <if> <laughs> needs it. Okay. I just want to add one more thing to this, if I may. Yeah. And I just want to say, no matter what kind of mess you have found yourself in life, you can definitely either work your way out of that mess or use, you can come through the other end and use that, use that experience to, uh, to, to create a story that is really powerful to help other people through their stories as well. Um, it's, it's our difficulties in life that once we get through them and as shit and difficult as that might be, once we get through them, we're better and we're smarter and we're stronger and we're more compassionate and we can really um, embrace life and be so proud of what we have come through and what we have had the strength to endure. Yeah, for sure. Very well put. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Anything, anything that's negative that's happening at the current time can be beaten with time as long as you start taking those first steps to self-improvement. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it can... What seems what's something that seems impossible in reality when you hear other people's stories and other people have gotten through it could it can really put people in a much more positive mindset so like you said getting through things and hearing other people's stories and understanding that this has happened to other people they've gotten through it this is what they've done to do it and look at where they are now can be so powerful and uplifting by yeah. so sometimes yeah, really, is just what you need to to instigate change and like you said, Michelle, being, being proud of making that change um, and, and promoting that this is what you've done. As, as hard, like some people don't like doing that, but in doing that, you're going to be helping a lot of people and a lot of your mates as well. So absolutely. All right. Thank you so much. No Thank, Thank you. Thank you. In this group and thanks for being the community that so many people in our city and our state, our country, our world need. Thanks guys. Thank you so Appreciate much for having it. us. Yeah, thank you. It's been a really, really good talk. Thanks so much. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Please share this story with anyone you feel may benefit from hearing it. Or if you or someone you know have your own story to share, feel free to drop me an email at m at mn. Media.